Hello, everyone. This is Amy Porterfield from the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. You're listening to the man who's trained more people to podcast than anyone else in the world, Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the podcast answer man. Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Whether you're looking to launch a podcast or build an online business that allows you to do the work you love, you've come to the right place. Podcast Answer Man presents The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends, and I want to welcome you to the 522nd episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about self-doubt. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced self-doubt. My guess is that the answer is yes. And and if the if the fact is is if you have ever experienced self-doubt, then you are not alone. And well, here's the deal. I got to tell you. There is absolutely nobody I've met that has not expressed to me in full candid form that they have experienced self-doubt whenever they're looking to do something different or move forward to take their life to the next level. In fact, here's what I want to... First of all, what is self-doubt? I mean, it's basically just a lack of confidence in yourself and your own ability to do something that you're setting out to do. I mean, there. I guess there are other ways that you could describe what self-doubt is. But the one thing I can tell you is that if you ever felt bad for having self-doubt, you shouldn't. I have been, I've had the privilege and the honor of being connected to some of the most successful online marketing Christian entrepreneurial type people. And I've had one-on-one mastermind calls with them. I've had one-on-one calls with them personally, face-to-face conversations in their offices. And every single one of them, without fail, the ones that seem to be the single most confident people in the world who seem to accomplish every goal they ever set for themselves, I want to tell you that every single one of those people have all expressed self-doubt that they are experiencing currently, not in the past, but currently right now experiencing self-doubt as they're moving towards. Now, the thing is, is the, 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 the good news is that self-doubt is always going to be a part, I believe, of the journey of taking life to the next level. However, self-doubt doesn't always have to be in your face and screaming at you. You know what I'm talking about. First, I want to share with you, where has self-doubt shown up in my own life? Well, about 10 years ago, actually it was exactly 10 years ago, in November of 2017, I was only one, actually two months away from leaving my career in insurance. I had had a career in insurance for 12 years, was extremely successful, had created a podcast and actually created many different podcasts, had developed a community of people around the world in the many tens of thousands. 
I had people who were paying me for various different products and services at the time. A little bit, but still enough to give me the idea that, hey, I wonder what life would look like if I did this full time. And by November 1st, 2017, I'd, I was actually well into my 90-day notice of where I told my parents who owned the family-run insurance agency that I was supposed to take over. I was well into my 90-day notice uh, of when I was going to leave that world behind and embrace the journey of 100% full-time self-employment. And I got to tell you that 10 years ago, I, there were times where my self-doubt crippled me with with it paralyzed me, kept me from moving anywhere. There were times when I remember specifically 10 years ago, sitting down on the couch, watching a television show with my wife, seemingly having a great time. And, 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 and my emotional state was like, how, how great is life right now? And just out of nowhere, like an instant thought came into my mind and it was a, it was definitely a thought of self-doubt my unworthiness what am i crazy what am i doing why am i sitting here just playing around why why am i not doing something and who am i to think that i could make this business work how irresponsible is it for me to leave this career and to do something that's not proven and, and I mean, it's not just going out and starting a business, it's starting a business around podcasting. Podcasting was a relatively new technology back then, and who knew if it would even go anywhere? And I wanted to make a living teaching people how to do it, and just so many things. And, and I remember just how paralyzing and, and just like the overwhelming guilt that I felt, the inadequacy that I felt just i it it paralyzed me and and i was no longer in the moment i was no long i mean i physically was on the couch with my wife but i was sucked into some kind of vortex in my mind and all i could think about is how inadequate i was to be able to do what i was about ready to do self doubt was knocking on my door it was screaming loudly at me I, I, I don't know if you've ever felt that, but that is, that is the first time self-doubt really reared its head. I mean, okay, I've had self-doubt many times before that, but it was the biggest case of self-doubt I'd ever had and had ever experienced in my life up to that moment. And then, of course, I can tell you right now, once I actually left that in January 1st, 2008 came around, there were plenty of times I, I, I had an emotional roller coaster of up and down of of how I felt and how confident I felt, and then how much self-doubt I experienced. I remember freaking out about charging people $50 an hour for one-on-one coaching and consulting, and I laugh at that today. But I wasn't laughing when I made the decision and I told the first person how much my rate was. And I remember the self-doubt I had of charging $50 an hour. And then when I raised my rates to $95, I I had so much self-doubt when I went to raise my rates, I couldn't even make it a hundred bucks an hour. I chose ninety five. That's how much self doubt I was I faced then. And when I raised my rates to one fifty, I experienced self doubt. And when I went from, I actually was going to go from one fifty to two hundred. My mastermind group said, "Absolutely, absolutely not, Cliff. You need to go from one fifty to three hundred. And they tried to convince me for an hour to do it, but my self-doubt said no. And by the end of that call, they said, okay, 
you're only going to be confident in charging 200 so go ahead and raise your rates to 200 i did and then finally i i had a, a what was what is it called a blinding case of the obvious uh, that i still needed to raise my rates and i read an article called seven or why people want to pay you more seven reasons doubling your rates doubles your success you can read that article by the way over at podcastanswerman.com slash double your rates. All one word, no hashtags or no hyphens or anything. Just go to podcastanswerman.com slash double your rates. You can read the article that convinced me to jump it straight up to $300 an hour. But I, and when I finally read that article, I had confidence. I kicked self-doubt to the curb, if you will. But I remember there was self-doubt every time. I remember the first time I hosted my very first live webinar. I remember the self-doubt. I remember my first webinar with more than 100 people, the self-doubt. I, I remember the self-doubt that I felt every single time I got up on stage all the way until Podcast Movement 2014, my very first closing keynote yes i was the closing keynote for that but i didn't experience self-doubt for that one there's a reason for that i was able to kick self-doubt to the curb but i remember self-doubt hitting me every single time i did any public speaking even if it was a public speaking thing in front of eight people i remember self-doubt hitting me for a long time i remember the first time i released a digital product that i expected people to pay for where i wasn't actually giving my time to do it i had already given my time to put it together and but then expecting people to pay it for pay for that product while I was on vacation and how weird I felt, how much self-doubt I had going into that. I remember the self-doubt I had when I launched my first one-day business mastermind, charging people at that time $1,000 to come to a live event that I was hosting. Who am I to host a live event? Who am I to charge $1,000? I remember when I first, here's the deal. I've experienced self-doubt time and time again. And if you think, and by the way, I have learned the secret to, I have learned the secret to kicking self-doubt to the curb and moving forward with confidence. And I'm going to share that with you today, but I will tell you this, even though you'll kick self-doubt to the curb from time to time and you will be able to move forward with confidence after listening to this episode, I'm going to tell you the next time you go and try to do something outside of your comfort zone, something that's not proven to be successful, something that you are not absolutely sure is going to, and certain that is going to go exactly how you want it to go, self-doubt will come back. It, it's, it, you know, I, I was tempted to title this episode, How to Defeat Self-Doubt and Move Forward with Confidence. And I had to change it because the reality is, is you are not going to defeat self-doubt. You are not going to eliminate self-doubt. You are not going to forever be done with self-doubt. Self-doubt is going to come back. And I actually think it might even be a good sign. If you're experiencing self-doubt, I think it could be a good sign. You see, I believe self-doubt is a sign that you are stepping out of your comfort zone, that you are willing to take steps, take significant steps to become the person that you are created to be. I think that if you are experiencing self-doubt, that means that you are ready to take action on doing something that you're not sure, that you're not certain is going to work. And whenever you do that, you will experience both personal and professional growth. And you can, 
And, and I, I believe every time you do that, you're going to face self-doubt. It's going to come back screaming again. But when it comes screaming, acknowledge it, see that it's there, but don't let it scream at you for too long. As soon as you recognize the sign, realize, hey, okay, this might mean that I'm actually on the right path. Uh, now, self-doubt, I appreciate the sign. Thank you for coming out. I, you know, But hey, it's time to kick you to the curve. I've got to be, I, I need to move forward with confidence. And today, I believe that every self-employed person can kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence by making 10 significant choices each and every day. 10 significant choices each and every day that if you make these choices, if you commit to these things, I believe you can kick self-doubt to the curb. All right, so what are they? Let's get right into it. Choice number one, I will stop comparing myself to others. First of all, stop judging other people. Now, sometimes we think about judging other people we, where we're judging them that as if that's a derogatory or a negative thing. It's like we're judging them as, you know, they're not good, they're not, they're, they're, their motives are wrong, blah, blah, blah. No, you, you can judge others in other ways, in a positive way, by judging them as like, oh, they're so successful, oh, they're so lucky, oh, things are always going great for them. You're making judgments of, just, just stop making judgments of other people, good or bad. You know, celebrate their successes, um, empathize with their losses, you know, be a good friend, um, wish the best for them, help them succeed in any way that you possibly can. But whatever you do, do not make a judgment of them. Stop judging others. Because until you stop judging others, you won't be able to stop judging yourself. And, and, and it comes to this comparing. It's like, oh, I'm not good as so-and-so. Oh, so-and-so is already doing that. Who am I to do it? You know, I, I've been very open with one of the craziest visions that I've ever had. And, and it took a long time for me to be willing to share it publicly. I've shared it personally, face-to-face with a handful of people who I trusted wouldn't judge me. But I, I, I was unwilling to say it publicly because I was afraid people would judge me and I was judging myself. But the, but the thing is, is I realized the reason why I was actually having a hard time saying it publicly, sharing this vision publicly is because I was judging Tony Robbins. I was, I was judging him in a positive way. It's like, oh, well, Tony Robbins this and he has this and he's, I believe that there's the, there are all kinds of judgments that I made that I said, okay, well, if he's, if he's all of those things, what if I'm not? And, and maybe I'm not. And who am I? And, and so I start judging myself. And so I will very publicly tell you right now that my vision is that one day I will do stadium style events that will help people break free from the bondage of limiting beliefs and help empower them to take bold steps moving forward into becoming all that God has created them to be. To help people, if you will, and I, I, I don't mean any trademark infringements, but I have a desire to help unleash the power within people as well. I want to do for the next generation what Tony Robbins has done for my generation and maybe even the generation before me. That's my vision. I literally see myself in, in, at some point in the future, 
uh, maybe closer than I believe possible right now, but I see myself one day hosting events where tens of thousands of people come. That's and, and I could not dream that until I started or until I stopped judging Tony Robbins and still and, and then stopped judging myself. And here's the thing. I and and I want to stop comparing myself. It's like, well, what does he have that I don't have? What you know, what does so and so have? None of that. Stop comparing myself to others. I will stop comparing myself to others. Instead, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna focus on always becoming a better version of myself. You know, last week in episode 521, I shared with you some affirmations. All right, I'm going to share another affirmation that's in addition to what I shared last week. This one's on my daily list that I review every single day. And it says this, I will not be anxious about any of my weaknesses. I do not have to be perfect. I do not have to be fully qualified. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm actually glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me, which by the way, that is an affirmation that I recite to myself every day. I read it to myself. I remind myself of this, and it's actually a direct quote from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. It's the New Living Translation version, even, almost word for word. Now, obviously, if you get in there in the context, it's talking about some physical ailment that the Apostle Paul had, but sometimes my my ailment isn't physical, but it is a weakness nonetheless, and I, I, I have owned this, and I, I have determined, and I made the choice, the first choice I make every day, I will not compare myself to others. Instead, I will always focus on becoming a better version of myself. I'm always going, I'm always going to be working towards becoming more of who God created me to be. And I'm not worried. I'm not trying to be anyone else. I'm only trying to be me. And that sets me free, by the way, to be me in all of my inadequacies, in all of my typos, in all of my stupid things that I might say that I regret later and all of the mistakes that I'll make publicly and privately, it gives me the freedom to stop judging myself and comparing myself to anyone else. I am not here to be like anyone else, to be set up alongside and measured against anyone else. I am Cliff Ravenscraft. I was created for a purpose and each and every day, I am always working on becoming more of who I was created to be a better version of me, all right? So that's the first choice. Stop comparing yourself to others. The second choice that you can make on a daily basis to kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence, here it is. I will stop worrying about what other people think or say about me. I will stop worrying about what others think or say about me. Now, there's a little quote out there is, you wouldn't worry so much about what people think about you if you realized how little people actually think about you. You know, that's a cute little quote, a cute little saying, but the reality is is, is if you are doing anything to gain a very large and loyal fan base online, you're building a personal brand, you'd be surprised how much time people actually invest in thinking about you and, and expressing those thoughts. 
So that's all fine and dandy. I don't necessarily abide by that quote. I don't think it's all that wonderful. Uh, The few people who do think about me, I used to give way too much thought into and worry about what they were thinking and also saying about me. All right. But today I have an affirmation that helps me eliminate that to stop worrying about what other people think and say about me. And this affirmation is... I refuse to concern myself with how others may judge me and my actions. I have been given divine access to the mind of Christ, and, he, and Jesus has given me his spirit to evaluate my own life and actions. So basically, I will use the spirit within me to evaluate my own life and actions. I will not concern myself with, the, with how anyone else may judge me or my actions. It's not just judging me as a person, but the things that I do, the things that I say, the mistakes that, you know, even my motives, my intentions, I do not concern myself at all with any of those things because I've been given the mind of Christ, the spirit of Christ to actually evaluate my own life and my own actions. And if there are things wrong within me, I'll work it out with him. I don't concern myself with that. Anybody else and how they feel, think, what they say, all those things. And if you're wondering where that affirmation, that comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 15 through 16. Again, almost direct quote from the scriptures. So choice that's choice number two. I will stop worrying about what other people think or say about me. When I stop worrying about those things, I find that I have a lot less self-doubt. And by the way, I, it, it's crazy. I will tell you, I get the emails every now and then. It's like, I heard that episode and you're so wrong and this is this. And have you realized how stupid you are in doing this and blah, 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 blah. And and it doesn't matter. I can get 150, 200, 300 people who send me positive feedback that say, wow, I absolutely love that. You can't believe how that just came in the right time and blah, blah, blah. And one person can send me a negative note and it can spiral me into this 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 abyss of self-doubt. And it's by coming back to this commitment, this choice that I will not, I refuse to concern myself with how this person is judging me or my actions. I refuse to do so. And that is helping me kick self-doubt to the curb. All right, choice number three. I will intentionally spend time with the right people. Now, for me, the right people are people who are my biggest fans. Uh, I I make sure that those people are the ones I nurture relationships with. And yeah, I, there there's a part of me that used to think, well, you only surround yourself with people who really you know build into you and say nice things about you and and really uh, believe in you. And it's like, uh, yeah. Because trust me, I, I don't need a lot of negative people in my life. I, I am my own worst critic. I don't know about you, but this this seems to be also something that I see that is pretty much everywhere. We tend to be our own worst critic. We don't need a lot of extra critics in our life. Uh, self-doubt is going to be there whether those other people are there or not. We don't need them to have a chorus. Uh, we don't need self. We don't want to give self doubt more ammunition to hit us with that keeps us in our comfort zone. That keeps us living the normal life that everybody is taught to live. 
we've got, we were put on this earth to do something and by golly, we cannot be held back. And so for me, I realized that I want to find out who my biggest fans in life are and I want to nurture those relationships. And yes, I do want to surround myself with supportive people who believe in me. And I'm not ashamed of that. And if you think that's wrong, guess what? I refuse to concern myself with how you might judge me and my action to do just that. So when I am intentionally spending time with the right people, surrounding with pe- people, surrounding myself with my biggest fans, um, and I'm nurturing those relationships, when I am faced with some very deep hurtful criticism. And by the way, there's constructive feedback. I'm not opposed to constructive feedback. There are certainly things, trust me, there is no shortage of things to judge me on. There are, and, and things that I do that are wrong, there's no shortage of them. There, there will always be things. Um, I don't care how much I improve my life. If I improve my life by leaps and bounds every single day and I live to 125, at 125, I'm still going to have things that you could judge me for. And you may even be right. And I'm okay with the constructive feedback. However, there are times when some that's written in a very negative way. They may even be well-intentioned, but oftentimes I think they're not. But they may be well-intentioned, but the thing is, is it comes along, uh, across in this very negative, very judging tone, and, and, it, and, and sometimes I just need to say, hey, can I get on a call with you, uh, my very f- awesome friend that I've nurtured a relationship with, you, my biggest fran- fan, do you, do you mind if we get on a call? I'd love to read to you an email that I got and, 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 and process this. Um, you know, m- maybe they're right. Maybe what they're saying here is true. Um, all I can tell you is I'm having a really deep, visceral, emotional reaction to this. And I feel, I feel like I want to, I want to, uh, I want to justify who I am, what I'm doing and stuff like that. And, 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 and at the same time, I want to be willing to, but I'm hurt by the way that this was communicated. And it's so awesome to have friends in my life who can help me process that and who can help me avoid hitting reply on an email or hitting reply on a comment or hitting reply on a Facebook message, a private message, and letting them have it with my, my, my justifications and all the other defensiveness and all that other stuff. Or hitting record on a podcast episode and reading the critical feedback and, and trying to, to def- defend myself publicly. It, it's awesome to have friends that are supportive, that I've nurtured relationships with, that can help me avoid that type of reaction and who can help me understand like, eh, maybe there is some truth to that. Maybe you could do this. Have you thought about this? Oh, that's great. Wow. But how do I handle it? You know, maybe you just need to let that go. Maybe you need to understand this person has some things going on in their life. You know, oh, that's great. You know what? And after a conversation with, a, with somebody who is supportive, who believes in me, who is not judging me, but is willing to help me see areas where I can improve and take my life and, and professional communication to the next level, all those things. I love when those people work with me and it, and it helps me to get beyond self-doubt and just look at this as an opportunity to grow and to not necessarily work about. So kicking self-doubt to the curb by intentionally spending time time with the right people. That's a choice that I make on a daily basis. Choice number four that I make on a daily basis. I will commit to a healthy diet 
of optimism. Um, let me just tell you right now, I listen to very few podcasts. I know it's crazy. I'm the podcast answer man. But over the years, I've subscribed to a, a ridiculously small number of podcasts. I, I would say there is at, at any given time, there are no, there are very rare times when I am subscribed to more than 10 podcasts. And the top five or six are usually always the same people. And I listen to all their episodes. And there is one thing, one quality that these people have in common. And that these are people, these podcasts, by the way, are hosted by people with high levels of positivity. So I listen to the Ray Edwards show every single week. I, I go there for a, a, a weekly dose of positivity. Uh, Dan Miller, great source of positivity, motivation, encouragement. Michael Hyatt's back with his Lead to Win podcast. And I just listened to, I've listened to every episode of his new show. It's always great. Very highly positive, motivating, encouraging content. My friend Pat Flynn, Ken Davis. My friend Chris Pavone. The Chris Pavone Show, that's K-R-I-S Pavone. He is really new to the podcasting space. I think he's only like on episode seven, eight. I could be wrong. Anyway, Chris Pavone, just met him at Ray Edwards Copywriting Academy live event in Nashville or Franklin, Tennessee this summer. Uh, He then took podcasting A to Z like right after that and launched his podcast. He's actually coming here this Friday and Saturday to Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky to spend two days in the Next Level Studio for the Next Level Workshop on creating how to create an online business around, well, how to create an online business around the content that you create online. So anyway... Chris Pavone, I've been listening to his podcast. He's brand new in the space. I mean, I remember at, at Ray's event, I invited him out to lunch and we were talking and he, he told me about his dream and his desire to actually one day become a, a motivational speaker or, or to, to be a personal, you know, to be a coach to people, helping people grow personally. And, and I'm like, and, and when, the more I talk to him, the more, and, and the stories he told me about people and how he's interacted and the things people have said to him, I'm like, dude, it seems to me this, this is a natural fit for you. And, and he, you talk about somebody who takes action. Chris Pavone takes action. He, dude, he took that course, he launched it, and every week he's put out content and he's brand new. But even though he's brand new, I actually, he has risen to the top five of the podcast that I listen to every single week. And it's incredible. And it's, it's, it's not necessarily for me the content that he's sharing, although it's good. It's actually, I would say it's great, especially for those who are earlier in this process of personal development. It's, it's a, it's a wonderful stuff. But what I love about Chris and I listen to his show is just how he sees the world. He's positive. Things don't get him down. The way that he dealt with the situation and 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 the way he thought about the the whole um, hurricane and all the stuff, you know, leaving Tampa and and all the, the just the way he talks about his relationship with his wife, the way he talks about the different things he's facing, relationships. It's just he's an incredible guy, full of of wonderful positivity. Check out the Chris Pavone show. K R I S. Pavone, P-A-V-O-N-E, I believe. Anyway, so I, I listen to podcasts. I have a healthy diet of optimism. Um, I also, I avoid, 
I intentionally avoid mainstream media and news. I, I, you know, I, I stay well informed. I believe, you know, here's the deal. I believe in seeing the world as it is, and the and the and trust me, there are things in this world that are just absolutely catastrophic. There are crises that happen. There are things that I want to be in the know of. I I, I don't think I've missed any major news story that's happened. I, I I understand what happened in Las Vegas. I understand what just happened this week in, in on the bike path in New York City. Um, you know, I'm aware of those things, and, and you know what? When I become aware of them. I, I look into saying, okay, I'll give myself some time to investigate what's going on here. What, what is the story? What are the facts? What are the details that we know? I'll pray about it. And then I ask myself this question. Is there anything I personally can do to, to make this situation better? And if there is, I, I, I take those actions. If there's not, I say, okay, are there other people who can and will? I hope so. And I might spend some time in prayer about it. And then I don't dwell on it any further. Uh, I just, I do, I use Snapchat still to engage and interact with my kids. And I flip through to that, the the story section. And I just saw, you know, the, just like the, they have the news features there, all the different news stories and, and stuff like that, that are paid advertisers put, they paid to actually put their stories in that section of the Snapchat app. And I opened it up for just a second and I just saw graphic images of, of what happened in New York City. And I'm like, okay, I've already mentally, emotionally processed that. There's nothing else I can do. Um, I pray for this and I am not clicking on that. I'm not reading more. I'm not reading more. I'm, and I believe that so much attention, it only encourages more of that. It gives more people the, the, the understanding that, man, if, if they're seeking attention, and, and significance in this world, and they're going to do it through such terrible acts because they feel that's the only way they can become significant, then then all they have to do is a horrific act that is as bad or even worse than what those things are, and they're going to be famous for at least a couple days, if not a couple months. And anyway, so it's like, listen, I stay away from that stuff. I, I mean, I know what's going on. I, 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 I want to be in the know. But I'm not going to get all of that attention. Or I'm not going to give them the attention that they desire from me on all that negative stuff. And then, of course, um, healthy diet of optimism. I read uh, or listen to books that make my spirit soar with hope and courage and positivity. Sometimes it's a fiction book. Sometimes it's a... It's a, a personal development, self-help, self-help book, a business book. Sometimes it's a faith-based book. It, I just read books that fill me with hope, positivity, and courage. I want to have a healthy diet of optimism. I'm not saying I only want to be a positive thinker. I, it's like I'm ignoring that there's anything bad in this world. No, we'll get to a little bit of that down here with choice number six. But choice number four I'm going to make sure that on a daily basis, I am committed to a healthy diet of optimism. Choice number five that I make on a daily basis, I will take care of my physical body. You know, as far as I know, as far as I know, we're only given one body in this lifetime, okay? Okay. I'm not aware. I mean, okay, I I admit, okay, 
There are some people who have worn out a knee and they can have it replaced. I've heard of, I, I've known people who have worn out a hip and have it had it replaced. I know people who have worn out a heart and had it replaced. <laughs> but the reality is, is I'd like to keep as much as my original equipment as possible and I want to maintain a level of health and energy that will allow me the greatest possibility of becoming and doing all the things that I was created to do in this world. And so to do that, I make the choice to take care of my body. And when I take care of my body, I am kicking self-doubt to the curb. Let me explain. When I am running low on sleep, I'm, I allow myself to work. There was a time back in 2008, I worked seven days a week, 12 to 14 hours a day. I am not proud of that at all, but I did. I did not get very much sleep, and I will tell you that I believe my lack of sleep had a lot to do with the insane amount of self-doubt that plagued me throughout that year. And there have been times when just getting a good night's sleep and waking up the next morning refreshed, that alone gave me a whole new perspective on myself and the world. So getting plenty of sleep is something that I do to take care of my body. Trying to only eat foods that help maintain my desired energy level. And, and let me just say, I'm not, I'm not perfect at this. I am, I, I am trying to get better at always eating foods. On a daily basis, only eating foods that help me maintain my desired energy level. But there are still times when I I might get a little stressed out, and I might allow myself the temptation to to dive into a sugary snack, which then makes me want to dive into just one more sugary snack, which then sometimes will want me to dive into a couple more sugary snacks, and then the next thing you know, a couple hours later. I'm, I don't have any energy and I feel lethargic and I'm like, oh, I should have get, I got to get this done. I was supposed to get this done. I committed to it. Now I'm not going to get it done. I don't feel, I think I'm just going to go lay down and, and then all of a sudden it's like, that can help lead towards self-doubt, rearing its ugly head again, screaming at you the next day. It's like, ha, look at that. See, you failed. That's another day where you said, you hear you want to inspire and encourage other people to be physically fit and healthy and look how, you know, you can't even do it yourself, blah, 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 blah. You know what? I try to make the commitment. I try to make this choice every day. What foods am I going to eat? And when I eat foods that help me maintain my desired energy level, it is this, it literally helps me kick the self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence and, more importantly there, with the energy level I need to do the things I need to do. And then uh, my third part, my third decision for taking care of my physical body, uh, part of choice number five, by the way, is physical activity. Physical activity can change everything. Now, this is one thing that I, I, I th- this is something that has improved my self-confidence, I believe, as much as anything else I've ever done. And that is I made the decision three years ago. Well, it'll be three years on November 14th. Or, or no, I'm sorry, November 24th. Or was it November 14th? It might be November, I might be thinking November 24th because that's my daughter's birthday, but it may be November 14th. Anyway, 
November 14th or 24th, 2014, that was the day I decided to start living. That was the day that my friend Ken Davis convinced me to make the commitment that I would work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. And I have maintained that with very few exceptions when I was sick or on one or two occasions when I was traveling. But it is a part, it is every bit as part of my identity as my name, as the color of my eyes, as the fact that you know, I am Cliff Ravenscraft. I work out six days a week, every week, and will do so for the rest of my life. That is who I am. It is what I do. And I will tell you, there are some times when I'm like, I just, I, I want to do this new thing. I don't know about it. I feel so unsure. And, and I can go into my workout room, get on my spin bike, or go out and get on my bike and get on the road and go exercise. And after 45 minutes or an hour or even 90 minutes to two hours, after f- solid physical activity, I get off that bike and self-doubt can't be found anywhere. It had been left of, it had been left behind or it had been drowned in a puddle of sweat underneath my, sp- my spin bike. All right? So getting physical activity in is a way to kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence. Anyway, all of that, getting plenty of sleep, eating foods that give you the maintain that help you maintain your energy level that you desire throughout your day and physical activity, all three of those are part of choice number 5, which is to take care of your body. Choice number 6. Here's how I wrote it. I refuse to see any challenge I face as being bigger than it truly is. Actually, I left out one word. I refuse to see any challenge as being any bigger than it truly is. The first word that I, the word I left out is any. So I refuse to see any challenge as being any bigger than it truly is. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this is where you can go overboard with positivity, all right? It is the the reality is is that in in life and especially for those of us who are self employed uh, full time, we experience risk, we experience challenge, and many times these challenges are big. They are okay. They're they're significant. They are challenges. They're obstacles. But here's here's the choice. I mean, self doubt can get to you and say, "Wow, look at that mountain." But in reality, it's not really a mountain that's in front of you. It's not a mountain that you need to climb. It's just a really large hill. And a large hill is a whole lot more manageable than a mountain. Okay? It's, a, it's just a really large hill. And maybe you need to ha- find some people to help climb that hill. Or maybe, you, maybe, maybe if you look at that hill from a different perspective, you'd realize on the other side there are some steps. You just needed to walk around the, the perimeter to the p- part where there are steps. You just climb right on up it. But here's the thing. If all of a sudden self-doubt has you paralyzed and you believe what's in front of you is not really a hill, but self-doubt has convinced you that what you are looking at is an insurmountable mountain that nobody could ever climb, you will die if you do this. The reality is if you just stay there and you don't go to the people who believe in you and tell them that you're experiencing this self-doubt, those people can't tell. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I experienced that. And by the way, it's not a mountain. It's, it's, a, it's just a, it's a hill. It, it, it's a very large hill. Not one that you want to try to climb up all the way. 
Um, but I, I don't think you need to go. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to go get hiking boots and I need to go get prepared for this. I need, I'm going to need those, uh, you know, that, that stuff that, um, people who do rock climbing, I'm going to have to go get a bunch of that gear and all this stuff. I I'm prepared to tackle this because it is, it is so big. And they're like, dude, you don't need any of that stuff. You can wear your flip flops. Just walk around and get up, climb up the steps. So the problem is, is that many times or self-doubt causes us to be paralyzed and stay where we are thinking that we need to prepare, we need to do all kinds of other things, when reality, all we're doing is allowing self-doubt to convince us that the challenge that we're facing is actually bigger than what it really is. Allow yourself to actually truly assess, and maybe you need a friend uh, that that can help you assess the problem. You can explain the problem to them, explain how you see it from your perspective, and then say, listen, this is the reality that I believe, th- this is what I believe to be a reality. Is it really this big? And most times you'll find that that problem is not nearly as big. That challenge is not nearly as big as you really think it is. It may be big, and I'm not saying pretend that it doesn't exist. Don't don't walk away from it. Don't allow yourself to be paralyzed and say, I'll just stay here. It's easier. At least I'll live. You know, At least I'll still get a paycheck. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes there. But uh, for the, I know, because trust me, I if I if I put myself twelve years ago, hearing what I just said, I I, I would have I would have just stepped on my own toes. But anyway, don't see any problem. Refuse to see any problem as being any bigger than it truly is. See it for what it truly is, but not bigger. All right. And if you do that, you can kick self doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence. All right. Choice number seven, I will set short-term immediate goals and I will accomplish them right now. (laughs) Nothing, my friends, is going to boost your confidence more than setting an immediate goal at this very moment in time and actually accomplishing it. I mean, if you need to start right now, watch this. Listen, (laughs) make a commitment right now. I am setting a goal. I will finish listening to this entire podcast episode. All right? That set that set as, that as a goal. And then at the end of this episode, you could say, "Wow, I did it." <laughs> okay, wait. We'll we'll go a step further. Set yourself a goal, all right? I want you to set yourself a goal. After I listen to episode number 522 of the Cliff Ravenscraft show, I am going to email a link to this podcast episode to three of my friends. (laughs) Set yourself that goal and do it and watch how you feel after after you have accomplished that goal. Now, here's the deal. It can be small. It can be anything. But... Here, here's what I got to tell you. There are times when I was like, oh man, I just, you know, well, the, I, actually I can say this in the early days because here's the deal. I, after, after three years, I'm totally addicted to working out. Uh, for me to not work out is as painful as not eating. It, it, I, I'm not bragging. It's just the reality. I'm as addicted to working out physically as I am to eating. Okay. I, I, they, that is, I desire them both as much. All right, so, okay, maybe eating a little bit more than working out, but almost as much. Just full disclosure, fully being candid there with you. But here's the the thing. In the early days, 
within the first 90 days of my commitment that I'm going to work out every day, six days a week, there were times when I'm like, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to work out, man. Look at me. I'm so fat and it's, and it hurts to, to get up my ankles. If I run, I, my, you know, my, gosh, my bike, I, I'm, I'm so heavy that when I hit those, my, my buttocks hurts. I, I just, I don't want to work. I, I, this, this is just not cool. And, and I will tell you, self-doubt was trying to keep me from living, living up to that commitment to being, to actually becoming the person that I am today and whose identity is I work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. That is a part of my identity and self-doubt wanted to keep me from getting there. And the way that I was able to to uh, kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence was by setting crazy goals. It's like, listen, okay, here's the deal. I have made a commitment. I'm going to work out a minimum of 45 minutes. Today, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to work out for 10 minutes right now. I might do, have to do the rest later, but I can do 10 minutes. That That's my goal. I'm committing right now. Immediately, I'm going to go work out for 10 minutes. And I went and I did it. And as soon as I did that and I hit the 10 minutes, it's like, okay, I could do the other 35 minutes later tonight, right? No, that never happened to me. Every single time when I actually set that commo- that commitment to work out for 10 minutes, I will tell you that every single time, every time I wanted to move forward. I, it, sometimes it was like, okay, I'll do another 10 more. I'll do 10 more minutes and then I'll do 25 minutes tonight. And then at the end of that 10 minutes, I felt like, ah, oh, yeah. And every time I did that, I kicked self-doubt to the curb and I moved forward with confidence. And the only times I ever did not actually accomplish the full 45 minutes was when self-doubt says, you don't have time to work out today because you have to leave in 45 minutes. And so there were times when I said, well, you know what? I'll go to 10 minutes now and I'll, I'll do the other 35 minutes tonight. And, and I would go and do the 10 minutes like, well, you know what? I, I still have time for 15 more minutes. So let's go do that. And so I would actually get 25 minutes in and I would finish the other, the rest of the, the time later because I did actually have some place to be. But self-doubt was trying to not to get me to do none of it. And I will tell you one way that you can kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence is to take any goal and turn it into a tiny portion of it. Take a short-term, immediate goal, something that you can do right now. I don't care if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Just set it, do it, accomplishment, accomplish it, and watch self-doubt be left in the dust for a while. All right. Choice number eight that I try to make on a daily basis, I will create an ongoing list of my prior successes. Now, this is something that I did right after I came out of Unleash the Power Within. I created this thing called the Gratitude Journal. And inside my Gratitude Journal, anytime something just like really awesome happened or even something small that happened, um, I, I would I would say, hey, I, I accomplished this today. I'm thankful for this. And I would write it in there. And choice number nine, by the way, I, I guess it probably would have been wise for me to put both of them together. But I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that choice number nine that I make is I will celebrate every win, big and small. In fact, I'm going to share with you another affirmation. This is one that I actually see on a daily basis. And it says this, knowing God is my number one fan I'm willing to settle for being my own number two fan. 
I celebrate, in all capital letters, all of my accomplishes, com- accomplishments, big and small. I give myself high fives. Oh, yeah. I pat myself on the back. I give myself hugs. And I will sometimes, as long as I'm alone, dance with joy. Because I freaking rock. Only... I just changed that to freaking for your guys' benefit. But anyway, that is an affirmation. And yes, I, I do have one affirmation with God's name in it and, and a word that's not actually freaking. Uh, all in one affirmation. And I realize that you can judge me for that, but you'll realize that I refuse to actually concern myself with it. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for for bearing with me and and dealing with me and and all that good stuff. But here, I celebrate every big win. I don't care how cheesy I am. You know what? I and, and I want to read it to you one more time. Knowing God is my number one fan. I am perfectly willing to settle for being my own number two fan. I will celebrate my accomplishments, both big and small. I will give myself high fives. I will pat myself on the back. I will give myself hugs. And I, it doesn't say this, but I, I should probably update it. If I'm alone, I will, down, I will dance with joy. And I do freaking rock. I do. I freaking rock. And I celebrate my wins, big and small. I, that's a choice I make every day. All right? Number 10. The choice number 10. I will remain focused on my why. I will remain focused. If you are experiencing self-doubt and you lack confidence, I encourage you to go back to your why. Now, what is your why? It, well, it's your purpose. Your, it, it, it's, it's, it's why you do what you do. And some of you haven't yet determined what your why is. Now, for me, I kind of had a vague idea of what my why was. But finally, I became convinced after hearing Dan Miller time and time and time again many years ago, um, I finally developed a personal mission statement. You know, I'd heard about businesses having mission statements, but I really was Dan Miller's the one who introduced me to the idea that you should have or maybe he suggested that you have a personal mission statement that de- describes what's your mission in this world, what's your purpose in this world, what's your why, why do you exist? And well, I will tell you that my choice number 10, the 10th choice I try to make on a daily basis is to remain focused on my why. And when I remain focused on my why, I kick self-doubt to the curb and I move forward with confidence. Let me read to you my mission statement. My mission, first and foremost, is to pursue the life for which I was created. I share my experiences from my journey in life, my successes, failures, fears, hopes, dreams, etc. And when I'm learning and what I'm learning from these experiences. So basically, I share my experiences in my journey in life, all of those things. I, I share those experiences and I share what I'm learning from these experiences in an authentic, transparent way with the intent to provide education, encouragement, and inspiration that motivates others to take their own life to the next level. 
I am committed to generating the amount of income that allows me to meet the needs and goals of my family and to fulfill my mission in the world. I create content, products, and services and promote content, products, and services of others that add great value to people's lives. I am committed to setting new goals, achieving them, and then sharing the results so that others may find ways of doing the same in their own life. I am constantly expanding my mindset of what is possible and always looking for ways to help others do the same. I am a follower of Jesus who authentically attempts to live out my faith, though I may fail miserably at times, in a way that encourages others. When asked, I'm always prepared to give a reason for the hope that I have in Jesus with great gentleness and respect. My friends, these are the 10 choices that I attempt to make on a daily basis that allow me to kick self-doubt to the curb when it's rearing its ugly head, telling me that I should stay safe Play it safe, play it small, stay where you're good, stay with what you know is possible, stay with what you know is going to work, what's going to always generate the income for you. Do not go out there and try to do anything else because you may fail. You're not good enough. Who are you? Dream. Stadium events, Cliff? Seriously? Who do you think you are? Listen, I know who I am and I know where I'm going. And because of these 10 choices on a daily basis, my friends, I am able to kick self-doubt to the curb and I am moving forward with confidence and I encourage each and every one of you to do the same. Well, with that, my friends, that wraps up the main feature, the central theme of this week's episode, episode number 522. If you did set yourself the crazy goal, by the way, of emailing a link to this episode to three people right afterwards, you can send them right to podcastanswerman.com slash 522. By the way, for those of you who may be watching this on the Facebook live stream, you want to wait until Friday because this episode is not going to be released until then. Uh, But anyway, for those of you who might be listening to this in the podcast episode or on YouTube, you can send them, well, you just send them wherever you found the content. How's that? Uh, Real quickly, I want to share uh, some things with you before I wrap up. First of all, I want to celebrate some wins. Uh, uh, there's uh, There's another affirmation that I picked up and I picked this up from... The Big Leap. And it says this, I expand in abundance, success, and love every day as I inspire others to do the same. And I got some feedback from my friend Phil Zito. And he just wrote me an email and he said I could share this with you. He says, Cliff, I wanted to take time out of my morning before I forgot. I know you mentioned some folks complained about you talking about The Big Leap and other things. At first, I was in that camp. I felt, I was like, Cliff, okay, I get it. This big leap, this this big leap thing is, uh, or you like this big leap thing? Easy for, I'm not editing this out. He says, "I was like Cliff. I get it. You like this big leap thing, but what's the big deal?" Then I said to myself, "Cliff's never steered me wrong. What am I missing?" I've always struggled immensely with self-esteem and messaging. I disguise this by being overly aggressive and confident as it hides that I don't really believe in myself. Your podcasts from episodes 500 and on have helped me immensely in dealing with this. 
Then there was last Friday's episode, which, by the way, was episode 521. It was titled, uh, what was that one? It was, uh, it was about how to, uh, it was about your relationship with money. All right. So anyway, he says, then there was last week's, last Friday's episode that really challenged me. I started to see patterns of when I was worrying about buying a thousand dollar laptop. I made almost $225,000 this year and I'm worried about a thousand dollar laptop. Then I thought about how I have great months and bad months and how I really doubt if I can make money online. I examined my thoughts of how I tell myself, well, of course, Ray, Cliff, and Pat can make money. They're in internet marketing. Uh, They're in the internet marketing space. People don't want to spend money on HVAC training. They won't pay me $300 an hour to talk to me. But then I look back at my $23,000 month in September and the fact that I have had several people take me up on my $300 per hour consulting calls. Even though I have these, as Ray Edwards blind would say, uh, blinding flashes of the obvious regularly, I still t- tell myself, no, Phil, you need to stay true to your limited self. You're not really succeeding. This is all just a fluke. So, of course, he's dealing. That's his self-doubt kicking in there. Anyway, he says, sorry to ramble on, but I just wanted to say that I started affirmations this morning and John Lee Dumas's master in in. John Lee Dumas's Mastery Journal. I am not where I need to be, but you are inspiring me to step outside myself and to step outside and believe in myself. I have a lot of self self doubt due to coming from a very toxic family environment when I was young, but folks like you are inspiring me to do better. Thank you, Cliff. You and you can share whatever you want from this email if you think it helps people. Well, thank you so much for that, Phil. And it, it is a confirmation and encouragement to me that I am doing what I was put on this earth to do. And I pray that this episode will take some of that self-doubt that you've been experiencing and that with these 10 choices on a daily basis, you also can kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with boldness and confidence. Uh, also, real quickly here, I just want to say um, I'm recording this on Wednesday, November 1st. This will be released on Friday, November 3rd. And so when you guys are getting this, if you're listening to it within the first 24 to 48 hours, I am actually hosting 14 people in the Next Level Studio. Uh, my, I, my son is actually staying home from school and he's actually going to go through my creating an online business workshop. Uh, better education he'd get there he would then what he would get there anyway so uh, he's staying and then I had one person who had told me that they were coming and then I didn't hear from them so I sold all 12 spots but then she came back and said oh I see it sold out and so we let her in and I got it I just purchased another table had it delivered and so we're gonna have 14 people here for this session of the next level workshop uh, my next session is going to be in January. I think it's going to be 26th and 27th. Anyway, I haven't opened, haven't had the opportunity to open up the sales page for that. But if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop, all one word, podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop, you can click on the button to register now and it'll give you a place where you can put your name and email address to be put on the notification list. As soon as the January sales page is open, where you can register your spot. Uh, I can tell you right now, there's already nine people who have clicked through the, the buy button to find out that it was sold out. And, and uh, there are nine people who are waiting for that to be available. 
So uh, if you want to find out, if you want to get in, make sure you go to podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop. Uh, also, real quickly, this morning I launched the very first session of the next level paid mastermind group. Uh, had an incredible time with Kim Sutton, Rick Lindbergh. Uh, they are the first two people who have signed up for the Next Level Mastermind. actually have a second group that meets in the evenings for those still who, ha- who have a day job that they have to work around, but they are in the process of, of the journey towards 100% full-time self-employment. That's what the Next Level Mastermind group is for. It's $1,000 per month. If you're interested, I have room for 17 more people between the two groups. So uh, if you're interested in that, head over to, actually just email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com and put mastermind in the subject line and I will send you a link to the application if if you seem like the, the, you'd be a good fit for the group. And uh, we're still working on the Free the Dream conference. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Obviously, I'll have more to say about that. If you want to be notified when tickets do go on sale and I actually get the real full sales page up, you can uh, put it on the get put yourself on the notification list for Free the Dream conference. It's going to be on September 7th, 8th, and 9th. 2018. It is going to be in Franklin, Tennessee. It will be in Liberty Hall inside the factory in Franklin, Tennessee. That is all 100% confirmed. I have all the contracts. Everything is signed. I just I just got a lot of other things going on and and it's it's hopefully within the next couple of weeks I will actually have a full-blown sales page for you guys to register. But man, it's going to be an incredible event. freethedream.live if you want to uh put your name on the list to be notified when tickets go on sale. Again, that's freethedream.live, not .com, freethedream.live. And with that, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back next week with more valuable, wonderful content that I hope will help you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. Talk to you then.